Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Changing your life one story at a time. This is the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast with Editor-in-Chief Amy Newmark. Hey, it's Amy Newmark, and today I'm here to talk about the transformational power of saying yes to new things. We have a book about this coming out in August, but today I'm going to share a couple of stories from two of our past books. This first story had a huge impact on me, and what I love about it is that it involves a change you can make in your life just by deciding. It's that simple. This great idea comes from Erica Collar and her story called The Summer of Yes. We published it in a book called Chicken Soup for the Soul, Time to Thrive. So here's what happened. Erica was in a writer's group and they were having trouble keeping their members because they weren't booking enough interesting speakers for their meetings. So Erica offered to help find a speaker for their next meeting. And then she got annoyed because no one else would even try to help her. So she did it herself. She cold called someone interesting and that person said yes. And Erica thought, wow, that was so easy. Why couldn't anyone else do that? And then she had her epiphany. It wasn't that no one else could do it. It was that no one else did. And that caused another epiphany for Erica. How many opportunities had she lost out on because she didn't even try? So then she did something really cool. She decided that for the whole summer, she would say yes to anything that came up. She said yes to a 5K race for charity. She said yes to an outdoor concert. She said yes to going to a science fiction convention. Everything got a yes. Erica discovered that she was doing and enjoying things that she never thought were even possible for her. Yes became her mantra. Any invitation she got, she would respond, of course, it's the summer of yes. And she started looking for new things to do that she had never done before. She entered a costume contest. She rode her bicycle to work instead of driving. She tried new recipes. She says it was like her real life had finally begun. Her friends started getting into it too, trying new things themselves. And then Erica started saying yes to even bigger things, not just one-time events. She took on the presidency of her writer's group. She finished her college degree. She submitted stories to publishers. She even applied for a new job. Her summer of yes focused her on the things she really wanted from life. By the end of that year, Erica had a new job. She was a published author. She had that college degree. She says that simple resolution to say yes changed her life. So the summer of yes turned into a year of yes, and then Erica's new life of yes. Erica says, I'm still saying yes, even though the tasks have gotten harder. Yes got me a stellar performance review and a promotion. Yes is taking me to Europe for the first time. 
Well, I know we're halfway through the summer now, but it's not too late to make this your own summer of yes. I'll be back with more motivation after the break. Erica changed her life by being open to new things, and this is a perspective that I love because I think it's so important for us to not get stuck in a rut. I know that my husband and I are always trying to push ourselves to do new things so that we won't start acting old and boring. So we do things that require us to learn new skills or go new places or do things that are slightly scary. I started acting like this around the time I turned 50. And shortly after that, I read a great story on this theme that Susan Tornga wrote for Chicken Soup for the Soul, Inspiration for the Young at Heart. When Susan was turning 60, she decided that she would try 60 new things in one year, and she would keep a diary listing all her experiences. So she traveled a lot, so many of the entries in her diary involved trying new things in exotic locations. She climbed the Sydney Harbor Bridge, licked an ant in the rainforest, and drove a car on the left side of the road in Australia. She ate pierogies in Gdansk, Poland. She toured the Hermitage Museum in St. Petersburg, Russia. She climbed a steep trail to the top of Diamond Head on the island of Oahu in Hawaii. Closer to home, she water skied on Lake Powell. She took a Mexican cooking class. She figured out the gas grill when her husband wasn't home, and she cranked out homemade pasta for the first time. She worked at the polls on election day. She started a blog. She went to the horse races. When she neared her 61st birthday, she had 54 items done on her list, but she needed a few more to get to 60. So she signed up for docent training at a local museum. She learned how to sponge paint a bathroom. She says that in her zeal to put 60 items on her list, she agreed to do many things she would normally have turned down, including that Sydney Harbor bridge climb. And here's what she says about that year. The unquestionable success of my Go 60 year was the shift in my mindset. I might never have agreed to the bridge climb, which by the way was not the least bit frightening once we got underway, had I not been looking to add to the list. What a pity it would have been to miss the exhilaration and beauty of that experience. So because of Susan's story, which had a big impact on me, I've taken every scary ride at Universal Studios. I've ziplined in Costa Rica. I've surfed the sand dunes in Dubai in a Toyota Land Cruiser. I've paraglided off a thousand-foot cliff in Oman. I might not have done those things if I hadn't been conscious of the need to keep exposing myself to new things. I've tried new kinds of clothing, new drinks, new foods. It's so easy to get in a rut doing the same things every year, rejecting anything new. Over time, we run the risk that our lives will get narrower and narrower, and we'll start to fall behind. We won't understand references to the news. Our bodies will become less useful. We won't avail ourselves of convenient new technologies. We'll be boring to ourselves and to other people. We might even lose touch with who we used to be, those vibrant, curious people that we were when we were younger. The Nobel Prize-winning French author André Gide said this, it is only an adventure that some people succeed in knowing themselves, in finding themselves. There really is a transformational power in saying yes. In fact, if you make an overall policy decision, I will say yes to everything except things that are dangerous or stupid, it's almost easier because you won't even have to think about it. 
You'll just do a bunch of new things and you'll have an expanded world. And then people will view you as someone who says yes, and you'll be presented with even more opportunities to do new, interesting things. I'm Amy Newmark. Thanks for listening today. If you want to learn more about our new books and everything else going on at Chicken Soup for the Soul, join the more than 2 million people who follow us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, or visit our website, chickensoup.com. If you'd like to learn more about Chicken Soup for the Soul, Time to Thrive, and Chicken Soup for the Soul, Inspiration for the Young at Heart, you can find them on our website, chickensoup.com, by clicking the podcast button and looking at our featured books. Come back for our next episode to hear from Susan Panzica, who turned a nightmare that wasn't true about her daughter being kidnapped into a real-life nonprofit organization that fights human trafficking right here in the United States. <laughs>